0: Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of Beyond the Abstract, where I'm joined by senior scientist and technical specialist, Ashley Phillips. Through his current role, Ashley's involved in the development of robust LC-MS assays for the quantitation of therapeutics, biotherapeutics and biomarkers, and also mentors junior scientists in new techniques and best practices. So thank you very much for being on the podcast, Ashley. Shall we begin with a brief intro to the paper?
1: Thanks for having me. So a brief overview of our paper is essentially, we wanted to take a traditionally two-day process of a bottom-up protein LCMS extraction and convert it to a one-day process. So we assessed the market for commercially available next-generation trypsins, whose aim as a, a reagent is to speed up the process. So what we did was we took those commercially available reagents, we assessed their performance in buffer. And uh, we also assessed the impact of performing reduction alkylation, a very traditional uh, standard processing step on the performance of these reagents. And uh, we then took the best performing reagents forward for further assessment where we looked at them in a more uh, relevant matrix. And then we performed some additional uh, optimization of those reagents to find out which was the best performing and then trying to slot that into our standard method development processes.
0: You mentioned there that you're trying to cut down this two-day process into a one-day process. So can you expand on how you did this and the benefit of doing so?
1: So in the industry, we tend to see this drive to reach lower and lower limits of quantitation. And this is really leading to bottom-up protein LC-MS methods becoming increasingly complex. So for instance, digestion steps, they can be conducted overnight to ensure maximal peptide liberation. And then we can resort to multiple cleanup strategies, such as pull pulldowns or solid phase extraction techniques, which when they're appended to methods, they add hours to an extraction process. So really, when you take all these steps and you add them up, we end up with, in general, a two-day process. And what we wanted to do was take that process and convert it to a one-day approach. So we can speed up method development processes, method validation and in turn, sample analysis, and this really has benefits for everyone in the drug discovery pipeline. So what we did was we turned to these next-generation trypsins, which are reagents with the aim to reduce digestion time, either by speeding up the process or making the whole process simpler. And what we did was scour the market for these commercially available reagents, and then taking a vendor-neutral stance We wanted to trial all of these reagents against a variety of different protein standards and see which one performed best, and then do a little bit of work and see how far we can push this reagent and how best to use it.
0: So how long have you been working on this project and how was it funded?
1: So funding for this was actually provided internally by Rosolian as part of a grant scheme designed to promote research into novel ideas and to help generate data to support process improvements within the company. And uh, this has been a, a bit of labor of love over the last few years. And really what we're doing at the moment is taking the work that we've performed as part of the paper and putting it into action into ongoing method development projects. So it really is a, um, a process improvement for us. And we are starting to see the benefits.
0: Were there any particularly challenging elements of the project that really stand out in your mind that you can share with us?
1: Yeah, so one of the challenges we faced was, as simple as it sounds, uh, data storage. So day-to-day, we run triple-quad mass spectrometers. Running in an MRM-style data acquisition, the file sizes are are actually quite small. But when we move to a high-resolution mass spectrometer, and we're working with acquisition types like SWATH DIA, or Data Independent Acquisition, these data files can actually be quite large. So for instance, some of the data files are several gigabytes in size. So this is obviously a big difference and essentially an issue for data storage. But the resolution to this problem was actually quite simple. We just needed to work with our IT department to ensure we have suitable space available for data storage and backup importantly as well.
0: What plans do you have following on from this publication? Were there any unanswered questions or kind of obvious next steps that you'd like to explore?
1: Yeah, really, we have taken the data that we got from the paper, and we've worked that into our method development approach. So we have actually adopted a heat-stable trypsin as our default approach. In fact, our go-to reagent is the best-performing reagent that we state in the paper. And this is the typical or default approach that we take for all new method development projects. So... Part of the process of method development is we assess the feasibility of performing a bottom-up protein RCMS approach. So where we cannot use a heat-stable trypsin, we still assess more classical approaches to digestion. If, say, a next generation trypsin is not a good fit, for instance, if we need an alternative cleavage specificity, which um, currently is not available. But yeah, we've we've taken what we've learned in the paper and we've adopted it wholeheartedly. So we have uh, multiple projects ongoing where we use the uh, heat-stable trypsin as our digestion reagent. And what we're doing as well to build on this work is applying DOE or design of experiment approaches to further streamline our method development process.
0: It's so great to hear that the outcomes of the paper are actually having an influence on the projects that are currently ongoing.
1: It is. You can see the difference when you go from a two-day assay to a one-day assay because you're doing more experiments in a short space of time, it feels like it's progressing really quickly.
0: So could you summarise the key outcomes of the paper and what this means within the wider context of the field?
1: Uh, Yeah. So next generation trypsins we found really do eclipse the performance of an overnight triptych digest in both buffer and complex matrix. So even in a complex matrix, heat-stable trypsins like Promegas rapid digestion Trypsin. They liberate a greater number of peptides at a greater intensity in a fraction of the time, whilst also crucially using less enzyme. And now that's, that's a wonderful thing to have. And what it really represents is that these next generation trypsins can replace an overnight tryptic digest. And their simplicity and ease of use means that we can take them as they are and then slot them into established meta-development workflows. So they work really in all phases of the life cycle. So. The other aspect of the paper is we also assess the impacts of reduction alkylation. So these are two steps which manufacturers suggest may negatively impact digestion efficiency. And essentially, what we highlight is that performing reduction alkylation prior to digestion with heat-stable trypsins can be beneficial, but it's key that this is assessed on a case-by-case basis. So really, we can see gains in terms of response on a peptide-by-peptide basis, or simply because of chromatographic robustness by digesting the background proteome. But in reality, if you don't need to perform these steps, you can save even more time by simply emitting them. And then building on the initial digest in buffer, in complex matrix, we assessed two variables, so digestion time and the protein-to-enzyme ratio on reagent performance. And what we see is that in terms of digestion time, one hour is, is really quite a sufficient incubation time and much, much better than, say, 16 hours or 24 hours. And we also highlight that you can really use a significantly lower amount of enzyme than recommended by the manufacturer. And that's really good for us and for clients.
0: So the final question, which we're starting to call the um, elevator pitch, why should someone go and read your paper?
1: So you should read the paper if you're looking to enter the realm of quantitative bottom-up protein LC-MS, or you simply want to move away from long digestion times, but you're not quite sure which reagent to use, you're in luck. We've done the comparison for you, and we've also assessed the impact of three key variables on digestion with next-generation trypsins. But you'll have to read our paper to find out how they perform.
0: Thank you very much, Ashley, for joining me, and good luck with the rest of the projects that are currently ongoing.
1: Thank you for the time and for inviting me on the podcast. It really is an honour to be able to be selected and and chosen to talk about my research. Yeah, it's nice.